Hi guys, this is Rohit again. I welcome you all to my podcast Decoding the Legends where we can have a sneak peek into the lives of the legends of the world. So let's jump on to the second part of our Elon Musk series. So Elon was looking for an opportunity to get out of South Africa and found one lurking for him at the very moment he needed it the most. Canada had changed its citizenship law and had started allowing its citizens to transfer their citizenship to their children. May Elon's mother had a Canadian citizenship and Elon thought he could use Canadian ancestry as a pit stop before moving to the USA. He immediately started the necessary paperwork but could secure a Canadian passport only after one full year. But as soon as he received it, he announced his departure, packed his bags and without flinching left South Africa to pursue his dreams. Moving to Canada, however, was not a well-thought decision. May's family was scattered across the continent and it took a while before Elon would reach out to one of them. For a year, he did odd jobs to make ends meet. He even worked as a boiling room cleaner that required him to shovel hot sand, goop and other residues from the inside of a hot chamber. But Elon was happy. Life was going well and got even better as his brother Kimball moved to Canada and reunited with his cherished brother. Determined to do something different, something great, both would often read newspapers and find interesting people to meet. One of these people was Nicholson who was working as a top executive at the bank of Nova Scotia. He was so impressed with Elon that he ended up offering him a summer internship at the bank. In the meanwhile, Elon had enrolled at Queen's University and chose it over the University of Waterloo partly because there were more beautiful women at Queen's. It turned out to be a good decision as he met Justin Wilson on the campus. Hot, leggy chick with long and brown hair, Justin suited Elon's type. He didn't waste any time and went right to work trying to date her. Just outside her dorm, he pretended to have bumped into her accidentally and after a brief conversation, asked her out for an ice cream date. Justin accepted the proposal. Elon went to pick her up only to find out that he had been stood up on his first date. But as expected, he didn't give up. The note she had left for him said that she couldn't come as she had to study for the exam. So he found out where she studied and the next thing Justin saw was Elon standing in front of her holding her favorite chocolate ice cream cones. She fell for him. And although the relationship was on and off during the university years as Justin desired to date cool guys, Elon with his relentless intensity eventually won her over. Queen's suited Musk Contrary to his South African counterparts, Elon's intellectual capabilities and opinions were appreciated by his colleagues. This fueled his ambitions even more and soon he became a go-to person for any computer-related problems. Be it a hardware issue or a software glitch, Elon could solve anything and that helped him make extra cash on the side as well. His peers would soon witness one more quality of his, the level of intensity he brought to any task. Elon worked on any project with such an intensity that his sheer hard work would place him above even the smartest kids around. A couple of years went by and Elon got a scholarship to enter the University of Pennsylvania, which was an Ivy League school. Elon grabbed the opportunity, shifted to Wharton School and pursued dual degrees first in economics and then in physics. Though he moved out of Queens, that didn't end his relationship with Justine. 
they continued dating and would visit New York for a romantic weekend whenever possible. Wharton put more logs on his burning ambitions and his new colleagues not only appreciated his opinions but thought like him. Elon enjoyed every single moment on the campus. On the campus, he made one more loyal friend, Adio Resi. Adio was smart but eccentric kid and liked partying hard. He felt college freshman dorm pathetically boring and convinced Elon that they should rent a place off campus. The duo didn't limit themselves to a small space but rented a large 10-bedroom house. Both would study religiously on weekdays but on weekends, Resi would turn the house into a nightclub. He would cover windows with trash bags to make the inside pitch black, hammer objects on the wall with vibrant glow-in-the-dark paints and would max out his speaker volumes. As many as 500 guests would end up coming to the party and the duo would take a small token amount as an entry fee and earns month's rent in a single night. For Elon, parties were not just for fun, but they were more for making money on the side as he was paying the college fees out of his own pockets. Parties couldn't distract Elon from what he wanted to achieve and he continued pursuing his ambitious projects relentlessly. One of these projects was his desire to do something in clean tech and find new ways to harness solar energy. At Penn, he wrote a detailed paper on this topic. The paper would showcase both his visionary mindset and his ability to imagine designs almost at a granular level. The professor who reviewed the paper said later on that it was one of the finest theses he had come across. Elon wrote two more papers. The first one was about scanning all textbooks and research papers electronically and storing all the information at one data place. He correctly anticipated the digitization wave in the offing and contemplated the idea of deploying optical recognition tool to facilitate the scanning. The next paper was much more ambitious and circled around the topic that was close to his heart, ultra-capacitors. Young Elon was aware of Silicon Valley's research on energy storage and believed that newer achievements in energy storage technologies would mark the beginning of the energy storage era. He could clearly see ultra-capacitors leading to a paradigm shift in what energy sources we will use, what cars we will drive, and what progress a man can make in space exploration. This paper, like his other papers, mesmerized the professor. He noted that unlike other scholarly papers, Elon's paper didn't just talk about scientific discoveries and what could be done with those but gave out a practical and economically sound business plan that would make it possible to explore new technologies while building a for-profit enterprise. After completing graduation, Elon thought of getting into the video game business but dropped it promptly. Even as he had intrinsic love for video games and could get lost in playing those for days, he couldn't see them as a pursuit of his life. He wanted to do much more, something larger that will have a significant impact on the world. Earlier in his life, he had what is the meaning of the life crisis and he had extensively read philosophy and spiritual works. But in the end, he had concluded that collective enlightenment through scientific discovery is the ultimate goal of mankind. He thought new technologies will massively transform industries such as transportation, renewable energy and space exploration and he wanted to be a part of it. He didn't know that he himself would play a pivotal role in bringing about radical changes in these areas. 
one needs to understand that Elon daydreamed about these things way before he entered and established big companies such as Tesla, SpaceX, or SolarCity. He was never just a run-of-the-mill entrepreneur in Silicon Valley who wanted to capitalize on the trends and become rich in the process. He never was just an investor but desired to become a real technocrat and develop technologies that will positively help humanity and change it for better.